Not so long ago, I was a quiet average man. Now I found my voice, I threw my fears in the quicksand. Talking about life, the good, the bad, the ugly side. My name's Joe Vance, now let me take you for a ride, yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Joel. So we're on episode 22 today, and before I tell you what the topic is about, uh, we actually have a new face here on the podcast. Uh, this is Danielle. Um, I actually met her on uh, United Young um, been a while back, so like I've known her for a little while now, and when I first met her, she was living in uh, New York City, is that right? New Jersey. New Jersey, yeah, I knew it was close, close there because you were working for uh, BET at that mm-hmm. point. So yeah, you were uh, there, and now uh, she's actually in a different place. I'll have her say where she's at now because recently, uh, a few months ago, she actually got married. So congratulations to that! Yes. And I remember hearing all of the wedding prep and stuff like that, and just uh. And I know even like she had during her wedding, I think like there was like a monster truck event that was happening the same day and like kind of trying to get around all that, you know, craziness because you don't want to be um, outside, you know, having your wedding and then all of a sudden you hear. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was glad that uh, things ended up working out with that. So yeah, recently she just got married and she actually moved to a, a new location, but um, so I'm going to go ahead and have her introduce herself and tell us where she currently is living and what she does for a living. So take it away. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you, Joel. So yeah, again, my name is Danielle. I'm from North Carolina now. Um, I'm currently a senior insights analyst at Target. Um, I'm fairly new there, there. I think it's been about seven or eight months since I first started. Um, just like Joel said, I've known him, I think it's been over two years at this point. I feel like we started talking maybe like at the start of the pandemic, I believe. So up until now, it's definitely been over two years, which is crazy. And then I felt like even I've literally updated, like he's known the progress of like me wedding planning every step of the way. So I think he saw it from like literally the beginning when I didn't have a venue even picked out yet. And I was just like, I don't know if this is going to happen all the way up until, you know, the wedding happening. And then everything went smoothly. Like he said, the monster trucks and all that. Um, you know, we ended up having a, the wedding later on that day, which was the best decision because then it was quiet. Everything worked out. We had a nice turnout, a nice crowd, couldn't complain. And yeah, now I'm here today and happy to be on your podcast. So thank you again for having me. Yeah, no problem. I knew yes, at the time that I asked you, I think you were pretty busy with uh, like doing some moving, you know, since you were moving mm-hmm. from a different state. So, yeah. so I'm glad that we were able to have this time for now that you're settled into your new place that, uh, that we're able to do this. So I definitely appreciate you coming on for sure. <laughs> so um, so today I'm actually going to go ahead and get into our topic. We are going to be talking about um, the importance of like working out and exercise. And I know some people may be wondering, Joel, you don't look like you're the most like athletic person. Why do you want to talk about this? <laughs> and here's my reasoning. So uh for all my life, I've struggled with this. It's been something that uh, uh, my weight fluctuates. It goes up and down. My workout kind of stuff goes up and down. Like when I was in college, um, I felt like I was doing really good only because it was it was convenient. Like uh, 
I had we had like a rec center kind of thing there on campus at UAB, which is where I went. And uh, it was very like because I would have like sometimes four or five hours in between classes. So I was like, why not go to the gym? So I was doing that and I was getting to where I was losing weight. And now that I'm like working five days a week and, you know, you don't have really breaks besides your 30 minute hour break. So I said it's been a little bit harder. So the reason why. I want to talk about this is because uh, I, I I do these podcasts is not only to to help other other people learn, but I would like to learn things too. Like I would like to learn uh, things about workout and exercise that maybe I can apply to my life. And um, I say even like currently right now, I'm still struggling. Right now, I'm at kind of like a a plateau with my weight. Like in the past couple months. I've lost maybe six, seven pounds, which is good, but I would still like to lose that 15, like 15 more pounds. And so I said, I think that's a, it's a good thing to have these kind of topics because I said, not only for uh, me to, I said, have other people learn things about me, but for me to learn things about other people's perspectives and how they do things like this. So I know, uh, Danielle has had plenty of, uh, well, she's had some experience, plenty of experience with working out and exercising. She uh, does some, you know, three mile, four mile runs at the beginning of the day sometimes. And uh, she's actually training for uh, something big right now. She's actually training for a half marathon. So uh, so that's definitely going to be uh, definitely a big task to take on, but I know she's going to do great at it. So that's why I thought it would be uh, good for her to be on a topic like this because I feel like I could learn something from her. So I think we're going to go ahead and get into the first question. So my first question is, um, how often should you exercise each week? And then like, uh, like a second part to my question is, um, how long should you exercise each day? So I guess I'll let you take it away and then I'll kind of give my input of how I've been doing it and maybe I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good question. I think um, it's probably easier to think about how often you should exercise per week just because everyone's um, schedule is a bit different. Um, also, I apologize if my camera is getting dark. I have a ring light on and it's deciding to just cut out on me. So um, might not have the best lighting anymore. But anyway, um, but just let me know if it's too dark and I'll try to figure something out um, mm-hmm. real quick. But so the doctor definitely recommends you work out at least um, 150 minutes of moderate exercise a week or 20 minutes of vigorous exercise three times a week. Um, again, like I said, I like to focus on a weekly basis because people schedule, you know, you might not have, you know, 45 minutes to work out, you know, one day, or you might only have 30 minutes to work out, you might have 15 or 20, because it's really up to the person and, and, you know, what they have going on. So that's why I like to look at it on a weekly basis. So as long as you're hitting that minimum requirement, um, that's the main thing. So like, just thinking about 150 minutes of exercise a week, again, that's moderate exercise, that can be something as little as walking or, you know, on the elliptical, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, intent. Um, you might want to divide it up five times a week. So that'll be 30 minutes a day. Um, but then some people might not have, you know, five times a week to, to worry about exercise. So you might want to knock that out to three times a week. Again, that's totally up to you. And then the more vigorous exercise, like I said, you don't have to do that as often. And that's something like, you know, jogging or running, something that I do a lot of like 
HIIT training, HIIT workouts. Again, um, some people might not want to do that as often. That might be a little bit stressful on the body. So they might want to only do maybe that 15 minutes for once a week. Again, that's totally up to you and the level that you're comfortable with. Um, for me, I'm definitely doing a lot more. I'm probably averaging 75 minutes a day, five times a week. But again, that's just something that I've built up to. Um, I've been exercising for many years. I think probably started back in high school when I started taking it a bit more serious when my um, mom told me that she was just signing up our family to the local YMCA and, you know, they had a gym and a pool. So I actually was like, oh, maybe I should actually start like exercising. I started taking like the exercise classes that they offer, um, like Zumba, yoga, um, some like boot camp classes. So that's when I really started to get into it and take it more serious. And I was only going maybe a few times a week, maybe like two or three, again, just starting off. But the main thing was I was moving my body. And then over time, as I got older, I started to enjoy it and then just wanted to do more. So then, you know, three times a week turned into four times a week. And then I kind of stayed at four times a week for, you know, probably all the way throughout my college. I was just comfortable. And then one day I decided to challenge myself like, oh, I can do five times a week. Like, let me do more um, to not really hit a plateau. So then I started doing five times a week, which is very demanding on the body. Um, but most importantly, like I said, it's something that I've built up to. I make sure that I take rest days. I make sure that I stretch a lot so that my body can, can handle the intensity that I'm giving it um, throughout the week. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a really good uh, answer because I've never heard, like, I mean, I, I probably should have by now, but like, I haven't really heard about the uh, 150 a week. And I actually think that's a good way to think about it instead of thinking like each day it's like it says some, some days may be busier than others so mm -hmm. let's say you may uh like special on sunday i feel like my days are filled with church and then i have a small break in between which may be doing a recording like this and then go back to church for a choir rehearsal and then meet up with family for dinner and stuff like that so like i almost on sunday have like no day like no time i mean to uh exercise at all so let's say there are some days um where let's say they may be busier than others so it's uh it's good to kind of think about like you know a moderate you know like a good starting point is uh having mm -hmm. 150 um, minutes per week of working out and i think i'm actually going to go ahead and take that into uh consideration even for myself because um recently uh ever since i came back from the beach uh for people that don't know i went to the beach uh, about a month ago and i came back and i've kind of still been slacking like last week i only went to the gym or did any kind of exercise like once <laughs> so i did maybe like 60 minutes and uh and then this week um i actually have done zero so last i've been just uh I, well, i've had a busy week at work but I do have like things at home that like I could mm -hmm. be using. Like I do have these um like dumbbells that I could be using. I do have a treadmill mm -hmm. here at home and I just don't I just don't get on it because uh well one struggle that I feel like I actually brought up to Danielle was um I was getting on the treadmill and I feel like like I wasn't losing much weight. And I think it's because it's the only thing that I've been trying to use to lose any kind of weight instead of using any other machine so that may be uh, maybe my body has kind of somewhat got adjusted to doing the walking and running on the treadmill and maybe I just need to change my workout kind of um, strategy so that's, that's definitely been something I've been trying to take on besides uh, 
as I know also, of course, eating, of course, is, you know, a big part of your, you know, journey, whether it's you're trying to lose weight or whether you're trying to gain muscle or, you know, anything like that. So, no, so I actually like that. Like, instead of thinking of, uh, like, so as far as exercising each day, like I said, just uh, as long as it accumulates or adds up to 150, that's actually a good uh, goal to go after. So, I'm like, so this, I'm going to think I'm really going to take that into consideration with this new week that we're going to be having. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I agree. I'm happy to hear that you'll try it out. I think I said like it's, it's just so much easier to think about. So even if you go to the gym or if you do a workout at home, whatever you choose to do, if you do it twice a week, you know, figure out how to divide that time up, whether you do an hour on the elliptical and maybe the second day you do something at home, pick up some weights. That's totally up to you. But just making sure that you're hit that that minimum per week. And it makes it easier on a person too. like I said, you know, I can get it. It can be a little discouraging where you, you know, you might be losing weight at some point and then you kind of hit a plateau. I think the main thing is just, you know, get back on track and we all have, you know, life happens. We all go on vacations and trips and, you know, not everyone exercise on a vacation. And by all means, you don't feel like you have to either. Um, for me, I like to continue to do so just because I don't like to break my routine. But if you, you know, take a week off, the main thing is when you get back in town, just, you know, just get back going again. That's all you have to do. Um, so just, you know, do something, like I said, just moving your body, whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you, just main thing is just get moving. Yeah, absolutely. That's really important to like, yeah, don't, don't stay in vacation mode for the rest of the year. Like so definitely once you're, <laughs> <laughs> once you're back, like you, you know, you got to get back on the game because you, you know, you have to clock back into work and stuff like that. You might as well get back into the gym or you might as well get back into exercising and stuff like that because, vacations are nice in the course and like so not everybody uh you know does their exercising and working out um on their vacation so as a definitely mm -hmm. if you need a break definitely take that break but once you come back don't keep that break going and i'm definitely learning from that because i'm still kind of you know slowly getting back into things and uh like i'm i'm more motivated now to to realize like there's different things that you can do like i don't have to go you know to the gym if i don't want to i could easily do things here and like i even know somebody from church that uh he actually over like the last year or so like i noticed he was losing weight but i didn't know how much weight he was losing until here like a month ago like i actually found out that he lost like uh, about a hundred pounds and and I found out that he lost it all, like not even going to the gym. I think a lot of it had to do with uh, he had certain exercises that like he would do. Like he didn't even use like no machines or nothing. Like it was just doing different, I guess, um, like burpees and stuff like that are definitely a lot of a lot of walking, a lot of jogging and stuff like that. And also as far as his eating, like eating uh green more green food than like uh anything eating more veggies and uh more healthy alternatives compared to what i eat that's probably a big struggle so um so like i just definitely he sent me like this long thing of like what he does and like just taking all of this in like so i'm just definitely uh lots of more motivated and going forward and hopefully get into my goal and not only getting to my goal but keeping it there like keeping my weight at that same goal spot instead of going down going back up as far as my weight because at one point I felt like I was at my weight goal like I was down 
to that goal that I'm at, like my goal is to get to like around 200 to 205 pounds. And I was around that weight a couple of years ago, actually when we first met. So, uh, I so I was actually down to that weight and a lot of it had to do with just getting on the treadmill. And I guess my body at that time was like, yes, I love the treadmill. And so like I was walking and running and I ended up losing like 25 pounds and I said, I thought I felt, you know, good. And then I stopped. I stopped doing the treadmill. I was thinking, yeah, I made it to my goal. And like, now I'm good. It's like, nope, you got to continue on with that. You can't just because you reach your goal doesn't mean it's going to stay there. And if you start slacking, then your weight starts going up, especially if I, if you eat the stuff that I eat, like I love <laughs> certain food that is not good for you. So I said, just consistency is definitely key when it comes to your workout and getting to your weight goal whether you're trying to lose weight or or gain weight like if you're trying to gain muscle and stuff like that so I said it's definitely uh definitely a, a struggle for me so that's why I said I'm just taking all this in and I said definitely um and definitely gonna you know use that 150 <clears throat> excuse me 150 minute kind of goal you know to set for me on going into this next week so I definitely appreciate you sharing that yeah it sounds like honestly you have a lot of all kind of like the basic resources and a knowledge of kind of like what you need to do I think it's more so for you it's just actually applying it and then being consistent with it so finding a routine that's going to work for you and be consistent and also too like I said the most important thing and you know I'm not you know I'm not a physical trainer by any means but you know I do know you know in general a lot about fitness is just me studying up on it but to to lose weight you do have to be in a calorie deficit that's just scientific fact like you have to you know you have to consume less calories than you than you burn for you to actually lose weight so that's really that's really important like you you know you can exercise I could exercise seven times a week and still not lose weight if I'm eating more calories than my maintenance um so that is super important is being in that calorie deficit and using exercise as an aid to lose weight you know exercise doesn't guarantee weight loss because like I said if you're eating too many calories it's not going to work you know you can't out exercise a bad diet so definitely you know focusing on you know what you're consuming what you're eating is super important and I know you say you know you like food you enjoy food and so does my husband you know and you can you know you don't have to eliminate you know everything out your diet you know that you enjoy have those things in moderation like me I go to crumble every week crumble cookie shout out to crumble I go to them you know once a week as much as I love exercise I still like to eat cookies and I, I'm not going to take it out of my diet I enjoy it. I eat the cookie I move on with my life and you know like I said just it's all about moderation and being consistent yeah yeah that's actually uh you know really good thing because like some people may be thinking like once they change their work and like once they try to lose what they think cut everything out cold turkey but it's like it's like as long as you start like lessening like that amount like if I I I guess like as far as me like I love like cheese fries like I love like chicken fingers and stuff like that if I if I lower the amount that I eat like I said at least it's a start like I said I know it's not and it's not something that you know maybe you should eat all the time but like I said it's definitely something that you don't have to completely cut out you don't have to only eat like veggies and healthy alternatives and organic and vegetarian kind of stuff or vegan kind of alternatives like you can still keep those things in your life but like I said that calorie you know deficit kind of strategy is uh 
you know, having a lower calorie deficit, you know, eating those kind of foods is uh, definitely good. And I, I actually heard that even from the same guy or, or the woman that he's with, like she actually was telling me, um, you know, this guy that lost about 100 pounds, you know, the girl that he's with, like actually told me that like food is probably like 80% of like losing your weight. And I actually I could see that like it's 80% of uh, food and then the 20% is uh, working out and exercising. So, so uh, you kind of even brought that up that like, you know, exercising is like an aid basically to that calorie deficit strategy. So lots, I definitely need to, uh, you know, just even like to just get into work as far as like the, the stuff that I put in my body, because um, like, of course, my, my, our body is a temple and like, we want to take care of ourselves and, you know, in long term, you know, just thinking, um, you know, certain things that could happen, you know, as you get older or if you keep putting bad stuff into your body, like so some uh, major health, you know, things can happen out of that. So definitely important things to take into consideration. <laughs> yeah. Agree. What you fill your body with definitely affects your performance. I know sometimes if I know I'm running the next morning um, and I want like some ice cream at night and, you know, sometimes I'll just give in and have the ice cream, but I definitely feel it the next morning when I'm outside running. Like, I feel like, I don't know, it's just the dairy in my stomach. I just feel like I felt the ice cream, like, oh, like maybe I shouldn't have had the ice cream. Maybe I should have had, I don't know, something else. Maybe I should have had fruit. That's why sometimes I try to avoid um, certain sweets if I know I'm running the next day because it really does affect my performance. But I notice if I, you know, fuel myself properly, like maybe carb load the night before when I know I have a run the next day, I actually run so much better and I'm not struggling as much out there. So it's so true. Like, you know, what you're putting in your body is, is definitely like, you know, it affects you. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a good thing to take into consideration for uh, for whenever I get back into, you know, hopefully next week I can get into uh, taking all of this into, you know, like and applying it to my life and lots of being consistent with it. So yes, absolutely. So the next question that I have is actually going to be a little um, like well, so everybody probably has a different answer to this. So um, my question is, um, some people, well, before I ask the question, some people like to, um, I always see like people that I went to school with, they'll be like leg days over. Like I had a good leg day or like I had, um, like arm day today, upper chest day. So, um, you know, so I'm wondering like, just from my own, like getting understanding of this, um, should each day be focused on like one body part at a time or, you just do a mixture of it all. <laughs> yeah, I agree. People have their own opinion about that. Um, again, like I said, I'm not, you know, a certified trainer and all, but me personally, I don't think it's necessary to, you know, have that focus on one body part a day. But I think the main thing to keep in mind is to make sure you are allowing your muscles to rest in between. So that's why people may have that leg day and then they like do upper body because then they're allowing their, their lower body to rest. Those muscles are being untouched while they're working on their upper body. Because again, that's what's allowing your muscles to recover and to grow. So meaning you shouldn't work the same muscle group on consecutive days. Um, so like you said, some people may do upper body lower body, some people may end with full body with rest in between. And that's just one example. I think 
depending on, you know, the exercise that you do or the time that you have. Some people might only do full body twice a week to make sure they're covering everything. And so like for me, since I run, it's really hard for me to do a lot of strength training at the same time because I am focusing more on running, especially with the half marathon coming up. My my whole schedule is going to be shifted to running with some strength training in between as well, but not as much because I need all my energy and my endurance to run. So usually for me, what that looks like, I typically for now I'm running just I was only running three times a week and then I'll try to strength train um, twice a week. So I would do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm running and then Tuesday and Thursday I'm strength training. And since I'm only strength training those two days, I usually would just hit full body. Like I'll find a full body workout on YouTube and I have weights at home like you. So I didn't necessarily have to go to the gym. I'll just find a workout that I like and I'll follow along. And then maybe after the, the strength training, I might go outside for a walk. I might go to the gym and do Stairmaster, depending on how I'm feeling. But most of the time, it's just a walk because I need my kind of the rest of my legs before I run the next day. So again, I'm not focusing on upper body or lower body or push, push, pull day. I've heard that too, but that's just because I'm running. So again, everybody looks different. If you're kind of focusing more on strength training, then I know a lot of people like they'll have those splits throughout the week. But again, I think I said, like I said, the main thing is making sure you allow those muscle groups to rest in between. So you're not hitting the same muscle groups the same day. So you probably won't want to do upper body one day and then follow back the next day with upper body again, because one, you're going to be sore, you're going to overwork it, and then you're not allowing your, your muscles to rest. So that's just the way to think about it. So I think that's why people split it up that way, because it's easier to make sure that they're re recovering those muscles in between to make sure they're optimizing um, muscle growth. I hope that helps. <laughs> yeah yeah that actually is very helpful like so the you know to bring up because like so I think um like I know my next question actually is about like um like have you ever overdone a workout and for me I'm gonna go ahead and answer that and because it kind of applies to what we're already talking about my answer mm -hmm. is yes because I've done that same mistake of uh, focusing only on like one part like especially even last time I when I went to the gym uh, I was thinking, I'm just going to do like some jump roping and uh, these, there's a machine that does like the leg extension with the weight, you know, like, I guess you got to like push your leg up kind of thing. And, and I ended up like leaving there. I didn't feel sore, but the next day I felt it. So I was thinking maybe I did a little too much, like working out as far as my legs. So like, that's kind of why last week I decided I wasn't going to go like, um, I only went to the gym once is because I think I overdid it a little bit too much. And I think uh, a lot of like why I end up overdoing a workout is probably probably because I'm like impatient. I want to see results right away. I just want to like get it done, get it over with. And, you know, like I'm going to lose that weight. And and then like and here I go, like the next day I'm like, oh, like I don't want to get out of bed because I'm in so much pain. So it's definitely very important to give yourself some rest when it comes to certain, you know, muscle groups. Like I said, definitely give it the proper rest that it needs because like I said, you can't overdo it. Like I said, you definitely don't want to overdo it. It do does more bad than good, you know, doing that. So I've definitely learned that even at the beginning of like when I was in college, I was going five times a week. And I remember like the first week I was getting very like very sore and then uh then once I kind of got 
adjusted to figuring out different like exercises that I could do. I actually got down even below like my goal that I was going for. Like I lost probably I was probably down to like 195 at one point. So like you know, a lot of it had to do with being consistent and like going five times a week and um, not overdoing it. So like I had a good strategy going on, but that was six years, six, seven or five or six years ago. So like now, Harry, I'm trying to relearn um, my body, I guess, and like what my body can take and and like just realizing that overdoing it like I said I I still you would think by now I learned but I still after all these years I still overdo it I still uh come out the next day sore it's hard to get out of bed sometimes and then I think well I'm definitely not going to go work out now so like it's almost it's a double whammy in a way like you like you want to go work out but then you don't you can't work out really because you're sore and if you go work out sore it's definitely going to just make it worse so it's like throwing gasoline into fire that's already there so like I said just makes things a whole lot worse and like I said I think uh like I said as far as focusing on like one area at a time I definitely would prefer in my opinion not doing that just because like I, said, I just don't want one day to only be focused on one body part I would like to do a good mixture and uh I was still trying to figure that out, but, you know, um, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to gain knowledge from people, whether it's from church or people like Danielle, or I know I'm going to be doing a part two on this topic uh, with two guys that I went to school with and uh, I gaining knowledge from them as well. So I said, just want to take it all in and just like really and truly apply this to my life and just uh, let it change my life for the better as far as like, um how I feel about myself and stuff like that so definitely uh, good things to to really think about and to truly apply to my life not just saying I'm gonna do it but actually doing it <laughs> yes we I agree you have to you definitely have to you know put the work in you know and you have to put the work in you know in order to see results no one can do it for you and no one can make you do it is you know you know, you have to, you know, you are your biggest motivations, but I say, you know, other people, of course, other people can motivate you and influence you, but at the end of the day, you showing up for yourself, that's, that's all that matters. And, you know, once you take all this knowledge, you figure out, like I said, what's works for you, figure out, you know, what you're interested in. Like you said, if you don't want to focus on one body part, don't focus on one body part. Cause I, I don't either. Like you said, figure out what works best for you and then be consistent in it. And of course be patient because like you said, you're not going to, lose weight overnight or do one workout and drop five pounds you have to be patient with your body listen to your body too and um and like i said it's a lifestyle like exercise you know try to make it a lifestyle for you like you know you want to lose weight cool you know and it's going to take time but like i said just be patient just be consistent over time you will lose the weight if you be consistent with yourself and then once you hit your goal weight then you have to maintain it which means you have to continue to show up and I think as far as um, the soreness too, I think, you know, one thing that really, you know, people forget, a lot of people don't stretch and that's so important. It's really important to stretch before you exercise the warm up. So, you know, typically for me, I'll do some dynamic stretching before any workout. So I'll usually have like some YouTube videos that I like. So I'll always do some dynamic stretches before running because that's super important. You don't want to just get out the door or just jump on a treadmill and start running because it's like, 
your body has been, you know, not moving as much or just you know, it'll go into shock, you know, and it will cause a lot of unnecessary soreness. And then after you exercise, definitely if you don't, if you don't stretch before exercise, I definitely say definitely stretch after your exercise, because again, that helps your body recover. That helps loosen up your muscles after you just put the work in. Um, so doing that static stretching, I always maybe say at least 10 minutes. If you don't have 10, then at least five. Find a workout, find a stretching video on YouTube to like follow along to. And that helps. Like I said, I'm always stretching. And then on my days off, like I said, this morning, um, once I got out of bed, I did a full body stretch and mobility movement. So I did some deep stretching and then I followed by some like some moving my muscles because I know I'm going to be running tomorrow. So I don't want it to get too my to my joints to get too loose. Um, so I did some mobility to follow it, but again, that's always necessary. My rest days, I stretch even longer. I try to do like 30 minutes to 45, depending on how my body feels. I'll do some foam rolling, but that's how I'm able to show up every week because I'm also, you know, taking that time to stretch my muscles, be patient, listen. If I'm sore in a certain area, I might not go as hard the next day. And I'm okay with that because I know I can't go hard every day because I don't want to injure myself. Um, Because I've had some, you know, sessions myself where I've been sore. I think it was mainly from um, doing some uh, personal training sessions and the trainer just worked me out really hard. I just did, I did a workout that I wasn't used to doing. So the next day I woke up sore and that's totally fine. I just stretched and I kept going, you know, and that happens, you know, you might wake up sore the next day, but definitely the stretching will definitely help with the soreness. It won't, I don't, I can't say it prevents soreness, but it definitely will help you, you know, help with the soreness. You'll have less of it. And then it also helps prevent injury for sure. Yeah. Stretching definitely is very important. It's something that I haven't done as much. So that's probably why I'm, I know this is random, but like I'm picturing that meme. I don't know if you've ever seen it where like somebody's sitting in church and like the pastor says something and it kind of feels like they're they're saying something like to you, it's almost like as if they're talking to you and you're like, <laughs> it's like oh. <laughs> so that's kind of like how I'm feeling in the moment because stretching is something that I definitely have not um, applied as much. And I always think, you know, like I used to always think like, like, what's the point of stretching? Like all you're doing is this and this and this. And, but like you said, it does, a, a little thing like that goes a long way because it uh, definitely likes to help loosen things up and just, it's just a good way to get, you know, to get things going because like you don't want to right away, just jump on a train and run, 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 run. And because your body's like, whoa, what's going on? Like, you know, what's happening? Like you, we were just sitting here at one moment and now here we go. We're going, we're going. So that's just definitely, I need to apply stretching to my life because that's a big reason why I get sore. And because I think sometimes I think like, oh, I only have like an hour before I got to get back home and get ready for work and stuff like that. So, because I already don't like getting up early. So I just, you know, I try to crunch everything into like a small time box and, and that's kind of, you know, what's been having me struggle recently. It's just time management and uh, as far as like my workouts and then trying to stay consistent with it and, and even though everybody has a different goal, you know, what they're trying to reach for stretching and, you know, that's definitely a good start to any workout and just even lots of just being consistent with your goal. And just uh, like you said, once you reach your goal, like you said, maintaining your goal and just making sure you don't keep going on this roller coaster of just, you know, I'm like, yo, who I'm losing weight. Like, oh no, I'm gaining weight. It's because I say I, you're more than likely 
um, slacking and let's just definitely you know, so I'm definitely really taking this in because I really feel like this applies a lot to what I'm struggling with and hopefully six months or hopefully less than that hopefully a few months down the road I can look back on this you know podcast episode and think like you know look at where you were and look at where you are now and I said you took all of this and applied it to your life and not only said that you're going to do it but you're actually going to do it because of course as we know actions speak louder than words and and you can't just say you're going to lose weight and just lose the weight you have to actually put the work into it so that's definitely very important so uh another question that i have is um as probably a very obvious but i'm going to go ahead and ask it anyway just so um everybody can get kind of a you know, everybody can just be reminded of this. So like, what are some good benefits about exercising and working out when it comes to our bodies? Yeah, so many, so many good things. Uh, let's see, it definitely um, improves your brain health, um, for sure. Um, I always feel, honestly, whenever I exercise before work, I always feel just more just mentally alert and more sharp too, especially um for my job being an analyst, you really do your brain. You can't be tired, especially if I'm looking at data. You really, you just can't be tired. Um, you really do need to be sharp, and so that you can think and, and apply the insights to what you're looking at. Um, obviously, it helps you, you know, manage your weight, uh, reduce the risk of disease. Um, it strengthens your bones and muscles. Uh, like cardio is really good for your heart and, uh, you know, blood pressure, cholesterol. There's so many more things. I'm sure if you even talk to a doctor, they can give you a whole other list of things that I'm not even thinking about. And this kind of overall improves your, abil your ability to do, you know, everyday activities. And that could just be um, cleaning your house, um, walking your dog, you know, keeping up with your children. If you have kids, you know, you stay active, meaning you can stay active with them too and not struggle or feel like, you know, oh, my joints, I can't do certain things anymore because I'm not as active. So it has so many, so many good health benefits, even to mental wise, to mentally, you know, for like mental health, it can make a person, you know, overall improve their mental health, especially if they're feeling maybe down or something. Then when you exercise, you may actually feel a lot happier afterwards. You know, I've never run into a workout, you know, there's days and honestly, you know, there's days where I don't want to, I don't feel like working out. I'll wake up and say, you know, I don't feel like going outside. I don't want to put on my running shoes or I don't want to pick up another weight. You know, I have my moments where like, it's hard for me too, you know, it, cause I have to put the work in too, but you know, I still show up, I'll do the workout. And then I feel so much better. Like I never end the workout saying, oh, I wish I never did that. Like I always end the workout saying like, oh, like I'm glad I did it. Like, yes, it was a struggle. Yes, it took me 10 minutes to get into my run to really feel like I was really into it. Sometimes I'm mentally checked out at the beginning. And that's, again, totally normal. Just be patient with my body. It is the morning. It is waking up. So my body, I'm sure, doesn't want to just go up and run. It takes time to, to ease into it. But the main thing, like I said, just, you know, show up for yourself. And like, after I do the workout, it's always a good rewarding feeling. And maybe I'm sure you felt it too after, you know, you went to the gym and maybe you felt like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. Or maybe I'm too sore today, but you still showed up. And I'm sure you felt better, like, oh, I'm glad I did do this. And now, you know, I can just focus on work. I got that out the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've actually had that, you know, feeling for sure. Like, usually, I hate the idea of having to get up really early and do it before work. But I I feel like I would feel more motivated doing it before work than after work because after work you may have a, a long busy day 
and then you'll be thinking like I just want to rest and like I want to stop here and like not do nothing so that's why I definitely try to do it in the morning but sometimes the challenge is waking up and then realizing it's still dark and then I'm thinking I don't want to get up because I'm up before the sun's even up and I just don't feel like getting up and then once I actually do get up and I go do you know my workout and stuff like that I come back feeling like you know like I actually accomplished something it's a good way to start the day and just uh you know so just even before I work it's like you know look at me like I'm you know now I'm accomplishing something else which is my work job but it's like you know it just seems like like I said it helps with your mental health and stuff like that because I think uh some people may just think of exercise as just like only you're losing weight, that's it, or you're gaining muscle as far as if you're working out and that's it. But there's actually a bigger like picture to it than than just that. There's like you said, it helps with your brain health, it helps with your heart. Like there's so many benefits and effects like you all around, it affects all of your body and just uh there's definitely really good, you know, outcomes that come out of it and and I love hearing it. It's just I have not applied the action part to it. I, I always take it in and I always think like, oh, that sounds like awesome. Like, I just want to, you know, work out every day if I wanted to. And like I said, just but then the actually doing it is more harder sometimes than thinking it. So like I said, it's just something that, you know, I still want to apply. And I still need to even remind myself, like I know you even mentioned, like things that you could do, like, you know, certain activities that you can do that people don't even realize are like exercises and working out like, um, you know, good things, for example, is like if you have a family and and you go to the park, like just walking around the track that they may have there is definitely exercise. Lots of just enjoying, you know, that for one, you're enjoying time with your family and spending quality time with them. And then you're also, you know, getting exercise in. So it's like a win-win. So some people don't even realize going to the swimming pool and like, you know, swimming across back and forth or, or anything like that. Or, you know, going to, if you live near a beach and you go play some beach volleyball or something like that, or if you go to the gym and you go play basketball in their basketball court and, you know, stuff like that, people don't realize that like, it's like your hobbies could end up being, you know, like a exercise or, or not your hobby. Some people actually do these things for a living. So I don't want people to think my basketball, you know, playing is not just some hobby. So like you're like, so like you said, in a way, it's like a lifestyle thing. That's just what you apply to your life. Like I said, just, uh, this is definitely, you know, you may not even realize it, but like you're working out body parts that you don't even realize you're doing. So I said, it doesn't have to only be like, you know, go get these like a hundred pound weights and you gotta you know crunch down and crunch up so like so there's there's different ways that you can get your exercise in and unless everybody has a different goal so i see that's definitely you know good things to think of if you like roller skating like you can go roller skating if you like ice skating like so there's so many different exercises i mean I mean, even I don't even know if this is considered exercise, but it helps with your arm. But like bowling, like you could probably go <laughs> bowl and, and that's like a form of exercise. So or, you know, just any kind of thing, any kind of thing where your body gets moving, like even here at home, like I have, like I said, I have a treadmill, but I also have like um 
I still have the Nintendo Wii. So like we have like just dance <laughs> and I yeah. love I love just dance. So I said just doing something like that. I, I do a lot of I'm not a good dancer, but I do like dancing um for people that may not know that about me. Like so I uh every now and then I'll do like a TikTok kind of dance with my family and I'll yeah. or, or even when I'm not on TikTok, I may see I may do just dancing here at home like here in my room i may just uh dance around to some music and like get into a beat and stuff like that and just as long as you're getting your body moving like and you like and if i start applying that 150 to that that's just going to it's going to go a long way because you may not think that all of those you know exercises could make a difference but it really does so just whatever you're passionate about like so they could be nice we could go forever about this it could be tennis if you wanted to play some tennis with a friend or if you wanted to you know like so i already mentioned basketball but if you go to a football field if you go to a track and you know take do some walking or running go to the park go to a trampoline park which i love um like yeah. so there's just so many things that you can do <laughs> agree so yeah you know, so i think um uh, well, I said before we end this, um, do you have any kind of final thoughts or any kind of like advice that you would give to someone like me that may be watching this thinking like, you know, like uh, as far as like being in a plateau, like, you know, not giving up, like what's some like good advice to give to someone like me that's thinking like, oh, I'm stuck at this weight, like, and I'm never going to lose this weight. <laughs> Just, um, even if you take a break or something, don't be afraid to just continue. Like I said, just pick up where you left off. Don't really think about like, oh, I have to start over now. Just literally just, again, just continue on with what you were doing. Like I said, if you, whether you took in a week off in the gym, two weeks off, just literally just show up for yourself. Do something small. Like I said, it can literally be a walk outside. Like I enjoy, uh, yes, I like to run, but I definitely enjoy walking because one is just easier on my joints. Obviously, it's my very mindless. Sometimes if I, you know, I can take a walk with my husband or sometimes I'm taking a walk by myself and during a walk, I might be listening to maybe like one of my favorite pastors, like teach a sermon that I miss and I'm just having that playing in my ear. And next thing you know, I've walked like two miles. Again, that's something easy on the body. Just get moving or even as simple as um, cleaning the house. Like today, even after I finish, you know, recording here, I'm going to continue to clean my house. And when I clean this house, I definitely get a lot of steps in. Like I actually burn calories because I'm up and downstairs and, you know, bending down and vacuuming. And again, because you're moving your body, you are, that is some form of exercise. And um, like I said, just, you know, be patient. Like I said, think of it for me, exercise is a lifestyle. Of course, there are moments where I have goals. Like I said, right now I'm training for this half marathon, you know, that coming up in November, totally new for me. That's a new goal for me. So I'm definitely challenging and pushing myself. I know, you know, it's not going to be easy, but I'm willing to put the work in. Um, so, you know, setting those small goals can give you something to look forward to. And some people, you know, if you have, you know, like a decent amount of weight to lose, maybe it's 20 pounds, 30 pounds, don't look at it like that focus on maybe just losing five five pounds and maybe you know don't put a time frame on it too some people want to lose five pounds in two weeks and that may be a bit too much on your body maybe five pounds in a month and, and if you don't lose the five pounds in a month if you only lose two or two or three celebrate yourself that's still a win like clap you know give yourself a pat on the back like hey i lost these two three pounds 
that took some work and then continue on to reach that five. Then once you reach that five and try to lose another five until you hit that 20 to 30 pound, because look at that big number might be overwhelming to someone saying like, like who knows how long that's going to take. Let's not really focus on the, on the, on the time frame. Just, you know, take it day by day, show up for yourself. You don't have to exercise every single day. You don't have to exercise five times a week. Start small. Like I said, it took me years to build up to a routine. And this is the same advice that I've given my husband too, who's also trying to be a bit more disciplined with working out too. Like I said, the main thing is just be consistent, start off small. If you exercise one times a week, that's great. If you exercise twice a week, that's awesome. If you do three, that's amazing. Or maybe the next week you only do two. And then next week you only do one. As long as you just show up, like I said, be consistent, be patient. It's a it's a lifelong journey. Like I said, when you hit your goal weight, still continue to exercise because it's it's just good for your overall health. This is is essential to your body. It's necessary for us, you know, to to be healthy and you know to have a strong immune system, especially with everything that's going on in this world. You really do want to take care of yourself and be mindful of that. Yeah, that's very good, like, advice to to leave with, just because, you know, just realizing, you know, that you, if you have a certain weight goal, like, so just think, it may be a big number, it may be a small number, and let's just think, think of it, like, short little, like, you know, things at a short, like, numbers at a time, like, like I said, five pounds, like I said, like, if I want to lose, 15 more pounds. Like I said, don't put yourself on a time limit. I like that too. I think I do that sometimes, like, especially like before the beach, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to lose this amount of weight. And then of course I don't make it exactly to that goal, but, but I'm like, I mean, I, I did lose six, seven pounds, but not the amount that like I was hoping to lose by the time the beach came around. And then, so, um, I said, and also like you mentioned, like one big thing that, that I definitely want to apply more to myself is like being my own like motivator. Cause I think sometimes I say it could be the other spectrum. Sometimes we could be our worst enemy and we can kind of like take ourselves down. And I've definitely done that. Like I've lost six, seven pounds, but like I, but at the same time, I almost don't give myself a pat on the back just because I'm thinking like you didn't reach your goal though. So like I said, so sometimes I can, it's a mind game. It's like a mental kind of thing sometimes that can affect your your physical self so I said just definitely want to apply that as far as being your biggest cheerleader being your biggest you know motivator and giving yourself a pat on the back whenever you um, even if you lose a pound if you lose two pounds if you don't if you don't get to the five pounds in two weeks and instead you lost two pounds that's still a win because you're definitely less than you know where you were and lots of just you know wanted to remind myself that because I said I definitely have a lot of a lot of I guess things in my head that maybe I talk down on myself when it comes to my weight that's definitely like a huge thing so lots of just uh like another like benefit I just thought of right quick was like it's kind of like the confidence within yourself like it feels like once you reach those goals I see you start feeling more confident and and like who you are and like you know where you're at in you know life when it comes to your health and stuff like that so that's something I'm still improving on and like I definitely you know hope that I can look back on this video and realize you know like you know look how far you came and like you've done great things and I said, just 
setting those small goals is definitely important for me. I think I need to do that instead of looking at the long-term goal, which long-term goals are good, but sometimes long-term goals can sound overwhelming or sound like it's a little much. So just, uh, you know, starting small and, you know, just, you know, applying that to like, you know, for example, like, you know, we're halfway through the month. So maybe trying to set a goal for by the end of the month, like what I want to see out of this instead of, instead of thinking I'm going to lose 15 pounds, um, 15, 20 pounds by, you know, by November or by Thanksgiving time or something like that, just uh, applying more of, I'm going to hopefully lose a few more pounds by the end of this month. So just kind of keep it small, you know, and like you said, as far as working out the amount of times it can be, uh, like if you start one day a week, that's better than nothing. So as of just starting from the you know ground up, basically starting from somewhere, at least, you know, having some kind of consistency, even with that one time a week. And then once your body gets adjusted at another day and, you know, keep adding more days and to where it at least gets to that 150. And, you know, so then I think um, we can go a long way with this. So I, I definitely appreciate you being on here and applying, you know, like, you know, not applying and giving me this kind of knowledge so that I could apply this into my life and that I can uh, really take it in and really put some action forward with my workout and exercise. Because right now it's a uh, little to none and I definitely want to improve on this. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I'm, I thank you again for having me. And this is such a great conversation. And I'm excited for you. I know that you can definitely, you know, you can do it. You know, like I said, just, you know, keep showing up for yourself, be patient, enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, you know, have fun with your workouts too. You know, if you find a particular workout, like, you know, if running on the treadmill is miserable for you, don't run on the treadmill, walk, you know, do a lot of people do cardio that they don't like doing, and then they end up not doing it, find something that you enjoy that you can be consistent with, and then do it. So, you know, that's the main thing is the, you know, have fun with your workouts, you don't want to be miserable doing it all the time, like, or making it feel like a chore or a burden, because then it makes it even harder. So, you know, find something that you can enjoy and be creative with it. But I know you got this. I'm always here. You know, I'm here to help you. If you have any more questions, you know, outside of this, I'm always here to help you or give you any type of advice um, as much as I can, because I definitely want to see you, you know, succeed and, you know, develop that, you know, consistent routine on your own. <laughs> yeah, I definitely appreciate that. Eliza. I'm glad I have, you know, people in my life that, you know, are rooting for me and, you know, I'm wanting to root for myself and sometimes I'm not rooting for myself. So it's good to have people you know around me whether they're here in Alabama or whether they're within the country you know in North Carolina unless I definitely appreciate you know the support and the motivation to to get going and to you know remind myself that exercising can be fun working out can be fun if you find the right you know kind of you know exercise or machine or you know whatever activity you know uh, that you want to incorporate into your life as I said definitely a you know a very good thing and you know I just I see good things happening so again let's I want to thank Danielle for being here I know she's going to be here on future episodes and I look forward to having her back so definitely appreciate her being here and if you enjoyed this video please give me a like on my YouTube uh, page not your average Joel um you can subscribe there as well and I also have um, an Instagram page, Not Your Average Joel podcast, um, where I post like 
maybe like one minute reels and I may post some behind the scenes stuff and uh, some maybe a funny moment from the episode. So I post a little bit there, but um, most of it goes on YouTube. And, um, and I used to post these things on Facebook, but it took forever to upload on there. So now for now, I'm just on YouTube. But um, here in a little bit, after my 25th episode, I'm going to be taking a small little break and like uh, maybe starting to put these on like Spotify or something like that. So like people can have like an audio version of this because um, whenever these come into like these files come into my computer, I have the video version and audio version. So I may end up doing that just to maybe gain some more you know, maybe more people that can take these kind of topics in and just really apply it to their lives as well. So, you know, anyway, if you enjoy these things, uh, in these conversations, you know, please, you know, give me a like on, you know, YouTube and I like to subscribe. And, you know, if you want to even comment, you know, something, any, some tips or anything like that, feel free to do so. So, um, until then, I want to thank you, everybody, for watching this, and I will talk to y'all later. Thank you, everybody, that took the time to listen to this episode of Not Your Average Joel. Your support means so much to me, whether you were listening to this episode from Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify, as well as my YouTube channel. If you want to see some behind-the-scenes standout moments and funny moments from my episodes, please go to my Instagram page at Not Your Average Podcast. I also have a TikTok account where I post clips from my episodes as well at Not Your Average Podcast. If you are watching this episode from YouTube, please be sure to give me a thumbs up. And if you want to see more of my upcoming episodes, then please subscribe to my channel and turn on the bell notifications so that you will be notified whenever a new episode comes out. Once again, I appreciate all your support, and I look forward to sharing more about these topics with you in the next episode of Not Your Average Jaw. Goodbye.